This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 189 days passed between the Stags hearing a full-time whistle in Skybet League 2. Within that time, there was only one thing which always mattered. Mansfield Town FC. We will be as we are and, and, and the way we're built. We're honest, we're hard-working, we're fit, we're energetic, we're up and at them, we're in your face. So, so that won't change from our point of view. I just want us to display a little bit more clinical finesse and a little bit more calmness um, on, on the ball. Changed in the passages of time and despite a goalless draw to get us back up and running, it was still edge of the virtual seat stuff for supporters who turned in eagerly to see the new look stags begin a brand new chapter. Refreshed Mansfield heads for the capital on Saturday. The question is can they add the missing ingredient? A goal to turn one point into three. Tonight we'll reflect on the weekend's action and a lot more in between, including improved fitness and flair, not to mention another new face as we head within the Stag's dressing room. He's straight up, he doesn't like, doesn't mumble his words up, you know, he'll tell you how it is. You gotta take it, you know, you gotta take it on the chin if it's good, if it's bad, you know. And that's what I like, that's what I, that's what I kinda want right now, you know, somebody who's straight up, knows the direction that the club's going in. When times get hard or things are going well, we'll all stick together and we'll keep pushing ourselves. The gaffer got here, got us in early doors and got us working hard and, and the lads all brought into it, do you know what I mean? And, and we've all worked really hard, everyone out there, everyone starting, everyone on the bench, people not even in the squad have all been working really hard and we're all pushing each other and all pushing for the, 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 the ultimate goal. As always, we'll take your comments and questions in the live feed on the show for the fans, by the fans. We're back this is Series 4, can you believe that, of the Mansfield Matters podcast. Four seasons following the fortunes of Mansfield Town FC. We've come close to promotion once, realistically. Can this be the season in which we follow the dream? Being it a socially distant season, knowing our luck, it probably will be the one where we go unbeaten all season and probably end up winning the league. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Good evening. Hope you are all well. Alongside me, albeit virtually, I do have... Virtually? Virtually. Need to put my teeth back in. Uh, I do have Mr. Nathan Edge and Mr. Cam Felton, who I'll be saying hello to in just a second. I'll fade them up. I won't put the cameras on just yet, but I'll fade them up as uh, Cam. I can see on my screen starting to mess about with his uh, background before I turn the screen on Cam I think you should put that image back on um, just for the banter we'll, put, we'll get that back on there it is um, how are you of course last time we spoke to you was um, after uh, well uh, after the midweek game against Manchester City under 21s uh, a week or so ago you've since moved to Manchester how are you finding life uh, outside of Mansfield uh, it's different because obviously it's, it's still very much um very much in lockdown in Manchester at the minute. So obviously the rule of six still applies to us, but it's um, 
it's very everywhere that you go is is very strict on the whole social distancing. Well, if so. if the rule of six applies to you and lockdown is in place, I have a question for you. And that question, I'll ask on behalf of Nathan, as you obviously can't see uh, your camera at the moment. Uh, Nathan, <laughs> he's at Salford's ground. It's happened. What 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 words have you got for him? Is Nathan there? Is Nathan dead? Is Nathan gone? Would you have that with that to me? Yes. What words have you yeah. What words have you got for for Cam, who was you know, found him, found his way across to Salford's ground after less than a week. Shocking. Well, it's a surprise, isn't it? I mean, it's, uh, I mean, although it's obviously it's a, it's a background or whatever, but I won't put it past as soon as, uh, these restrictions are lifted. Uh, we all know where he'll be, don't we? Where are you I'm now? I'm on my way to Macclesfield. That's a harsh joke, putting a, a picture of a graveyard on. Can we get, where, where do you really want to be, Cam? There it is. We'll, oh, we'll leave it on. I want to be home. I want to be yeah, home. Already. It, it's, Although living in Manchester, yeah, it's great at the minute because we can't go to the ground anyway, so I'm not missing out. But as soon as we are allowed in, it's going to be so weird because I, I'll hopefully be there every week, but it's not a guaranteed thing. So I just thought, well, via the power of Skype, at least I can be kind of home. Well, there you go. Let's have a look at your uni accommodation. Let's see if it's bog standard. Lights, I mean, I'm glad to see you've got your priorities straight and getting the Legends Live poster up. That's, that's an important thing. Uh, it's quite nice actually it's um, quite big I'm not showing you I, I was um, going to say I didn't ask you to I mean, <laughs> to take us out already it's a mess yeah I correct promise I promise it's clean but I've got stuff sprawled across the bed because I'm going out after so it's just clothes on there it's going out um, to, it's going out to watch the Salford game I've heard Nath it's not that much of a lockdown to me absolutely not right let's get to, into the crux of the show then um, whilst Mr Salford matters depend uh, figures out which background he wants for, for tonight's show uh, Nathan Edge uh, a goalless draw we spoke after it on Saturday um, you've had time to think about it think about the result and the performance uh, what have you made of it uh, given a bit of time to, to mull it over in your head yeah not much has changed from uh, from what was said uh, in the warm down and normally uh, you know I think sometimes straight after a game you, I think emotions are normally quite high but it was one of those games really where it, you know we, although it would have been uh, been nice to come away with three points. We probably did deserve to come away with three points. We were, uh, for me, the, the better side of the two. Uh, but you know, at least we at least we got a, got a draw. You know, we didn't concede. We didn't look like conceding, uh, which is the main thing. It wasn't one of those where, you know, over past seasons where we've been struggling to to create and then we've been sort of uh, on the brink of conceding towards the end of the game that wasn't really happening so for me it was a it was a good point we're off the mark for the start of the season and it's something to build on uh, and it'll be uh, until we're sort of five or six games in I don't really know it's hard to know what to expect from only playing one opposition so I, I felt Tramia were pretty poor uh, but did we make them look poor or were they poor so it it's hard to judge that at the minute. As always, uh, Cam, we'll come to your opinion. You managed to watch, I think, about half of the game and then you were sort of moving in stuff for the second half. You've had chance, no doubt, to, to catch up since. Uh, what have you made, What did you make of the opening days at Curtain Razor? Uh, we look dangerous. I, th- I really think that we're not going to struggle to score goals this season. I think Saturday was very much just trying to get used to the whole situation. And I think... Tranmere definitely set up to to come and come and get a point. They never really looked like they was going to get much from the game. It's either, either they didn't offer as much, or we were just uh, very sturdy at the back. Something that we obviously worked on in the training ground because through preseason we've looked a little bit shaky at the back. But it seems that we've found a nice system, uh, a way that we can defend um, solidly and also have have the, the attacking uh, prowess up front of, of someone like Andy Cook and, and, and Jordan Bowery, who looked uh, decent uh, up front in the first game. Obviously, it's going to be a different game next week, but it's it all looking good so far. As always, uh, you guys at home, come and have your say on your team. Get involved in the comments right now. I've got the phone uh, to scroll through a few of them as and when they come in. So please do uh, get in touch tonight, as a few of you have already done. Uh, Clive says, good evening, Staggies. He also says, uh, he also asks you, Cam, have you got the Manx swagger yet? Yeah, no, mate. What are you talking about? 
That is oh. shocking. That was worse. That was worse than my oh, Steve really? Evans, and we yeah, all know how good that is. Because I thought something had come up. I can't believe that, Nate. I mean, it's still better than your Evans one, though. I almost want to kick him out of the call. Uh, Clive also says, "Isn't it encouraging to have a competent midfield and a gem of a new captain?" Of course, uh, Ollie Clark. Uh, awarded the captaincy. We'll hear from uh, Graham Coughlin on why that is later on in the show. But uh, like Cam, uh, like Clive says, there, Cam. Obviously, it, it's it's a bit of a different thing, isn't it, to have a a really good engine in midfield, and that's certainly something which drove us on on Saturday. Yeah, and it's going to be a massive factor in our season. Actually, having a midfielder that can go box to box, but also. Also, it's quite commanding, getting the game, uh, grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck, and just not letting us get overrun. And that's something that we saw a lot last season. Not really having someone at the heart of the midfield, and uh, and I think that's what that's going to be probably the biggest sign that we make all season. Someone that actually can do that, because there's no point there, when you've not got a leader on the pitch. What are you supposed to do when, when you get into difficult situations? Just constantly wing it like we did last season and end up conceding or actually try and take the game to them and, and actually make something of the game Ashley says uh, there needs to needs to be someone to score goals that's my worry as we've scored no goals so far but as Graham Cochran has said repeatedly in his press this week Nathan we have scored goals it's just that us as supporters haven't been able to watch them because they've been ironically in the games pretty much that weren't streamed yeah exactly so um it probably does feel worse for us that the games that we have been able to see, obviously we haven't put the, the ball in the back of the net. Um, so apart from the the Forest game, we was able to to watch that one, wasn't we? So yeah. or was we? I can't remember now. Yes, we were. Yeah. Yeah. So, but so, I mean, that's that's the nature of just the fact that obviously it's been. We said it at the time, didn't we? It, although pre-season friendlies were happening and the club had the opportunity, you know, we're streaming some of them. It still never really thought like you, you've been a part of it as a from a fan's point of view so in that way it's also made it harder for us to sort of uh, to judge the players and to know what to expect for the season so um, that's just been part and parcel of them being so different and the, the new normal you could probably put it down as really but um, I think for me the most important thing is we, we are make creating chances and we certainly did that on Saturday um, okay not we didn't have many sort of clear cut chances which uh I think more is more down to the fact that Tramia was set up so defensively, more so than us, um, you know, not necessarily creating them. We never really had the opportunity to get in behind them very often. So, you know, I think uh, certainly away from home against Leighton Orient, they're just off of a of a good victory in the uh, EFL in, the, in Carabao Cup. So they're probably going to be confident and come more attacking at us. And I think uh, Cochrane said in his in his. Um, interview this week about being two attacking sides together you know coming together so we might see more of those um opportunities where it's more they're not half chances they're where the, the strikers can actually get on the ball and and really have a proper striker goal so i'm hoping to see the likes of maybe nicky maynard jamie reed more of your sort of natural finishers uh to be on the be on the pitch on on saturday and, and give them a an opportunity to show what they can do. Yeah, it's certainly be an interesting one to see if they're involved and, of course, um, to see if the new signing Stephen McLaughlin is involved as well. We'll hear from him a little bit later on. He arrived, of course, uh, Thursday, Friday time, wasn't involved on Saturday. Nicky Maynard only got some minutes. Although in McLaughlin's interview, he did sort of hint that there would be um, a game yesterday, Tuesday, to get uh, 45 minutes or so under certain players' uh, belts, which obviously we're not sure happened or not because... Um, you know the the press was done before that etc etc et so uh, we're not sure if that actually happened but uh, I'm sure he'll have been putting the work in to get himself involved as well as, as to help us as Nathan said to get into a more attacking frame of mind uh, keep your comments coming in on the live feed if you listen to the audio version of this come and join us every week we'll be on either on a Wednesday or a Thursday at 7pm ish we'll let you know every single week what night we're going to be on a lot of it will depend on uh, work commitments for me and Nathan and whether Salford have got a game for Cam. Uh, Craig's been in touch and says, uh, evening guys, agree with Nathan on the uh, point. Uh, Tranmere didn't look at anything sparkly. He's changed his background again to, to, to Salford. It looks so unhappy. 
so unhappy. Um, so Craig says, Evening guys, I agree with Nathan on the point uh, about Tramir. Didn't look anything sparkling. Uh, looked really strong attacking and defence. My my opinion was to have introduced, have to introduce to can't get my words out tonight. Uh, Sinclair sooner. He could have be he could be huge this season. And Greg also adds Sinclair is going to be a big impact player this season and potentially pushing for a start over Maris. Absolutely agree. Um, the chance he had uh, very late on in that game, Nathan Edge very nearly uh, won it for us. Obviously, drew a good save from the the Tranmere keeper, but it just showed you know the hunger and tenacity he's get he's got to get into those areas, and uh, you know the ambition as well to to get a shot off rather than tr- trying to look try and you know to look and, and play in a, a more experienced striker like Maynard or Cook. Yeah, I mean that's what I was just about to say. I think it's that. You know, having a young player with with a bit of confidence, you know, and like I say, that ambition and confidence to to actually uh, you know, to go have a go at goal. Certainly, at that point of the game, you know, it was very late on, and uh, it could have been very easy for him to try and you know recycle it out wide and basically give the responsibility to someone else to to pull in the ball back in the box or or, or you know or sort of pass, like I said, pass on the responsibility, but. He doesn't come across to me as that sort of type of player from what we've seen so far. He, he seems like he's uh, you know confident enough to to take it on himself and and try and impress and try and do something with it, which I think uh, you know as as um, I can't remember who it was, but, you know who made that comment there. Uh, he, he probably is going to be a really good impact player to bring on off the bench. I, I think he will. I think he will start some games as well, uh, especially yeah. if his performances continue. So. I wouldn't uh, discount that, but I, certainly from the bench, I'd be, I'd be quite excited, you know, if he does carry on the way he is, to, to think that we can pr- bring him on and uh, he's got the potential to change the game because that's what you want from subs. You don't want them to come on and just, uh, well, most of the time, you don't want them to come on and just continue what's already happening. You want them to come on and uh, and make an impact. So he he could be that player that we we you know we we've been looking for. Yeah, he certainly could, and uh, certainly an exciting one for the future. A lot of people come, you know, talking on message boards and social media about getting him some some game time, and you know maybe sending him out on loan, doing what the Stags have done to to Jimmy Knowles. Interesting on that as well, Cam. That Graham Cochran mentioned in his press this week about the same situation with uh, with with young uh, young Josh Scott, and sort of saying we're going to keep an eye on him in house. We're also going to keep an eye on Jimmy Knowles and potentially look to recall him in December time and then sort of swap out and send Josh Scott out on loan. I think he's very it's very much going to be you know he will look to develop um the younger players in-house first and foremost because you know they're not there just to sort of tick a box they are there to to compete for 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 a spot. Yeah, I think the difference between uh, Sinclair and the others is that how versatile he is, uh, being able to play the left, right, centre, and and as a striker up front. And I think, obviously, he needs game time, but I think he can get game time easily with us, whether that's playing uh, first team week in, week out, or playing the odd game here and there and reserves here and there. But I, I don't think that sending him out on loan, he's going to develop in any quicker than what he would here because I think he's got the potential to start every game in League Two, never mind going to somewhere, Conference, Conference North or yeah, whatever. And you understand it in that position as well, don't you, Nathan? Because, you know, you look at the strikers, you've got your four senior strikers, so to speak, in Maynard, Bowery, Cook, Rose, five, sorry, and Reed in there as well. And then you've got, you know, young Josh Scott and Jimmy Knowles. So you've got essentially seven strikers competing for, for two places. So it makes absolute sense to send one of those younger players out, keep one in the building just in case and sort of nurture, coach and develop, and then sort of, you know, swap the two over come December, January time, if needs be. Yeah, well, I think I think Tyrese might be the slight uh, exception to that, like Cam said, because... He is more versatile and he can play in midfield. And um, after obviously letting Will and Tomlinson go, we probably, you probably would say our we're, we're probably short in, in cover there uh, if we didn't have uh, Tyree Sinclair. So he's one of it's one of those where if he's um, you know if he's good enough, then he'll he'll be a part of it. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure when we you talk in terms of senior players with this is probably the, the smallest squad we've had for many years so without looking um, at without going through the squads I, I i wouldn't be able to say yes or no straight off but yeah. i think i think you're right 
I saw it without looking at so I could be could be wrong, but when you think about him you know, previously laying the players that have sort of uh, been in the reserve, you, you can and butchers of Morris Sterling James, there's always been names that are always in the that are in the squad but just never featuring. Whereas at the moment I can't really think of any players that who you know senior players anyway that that aren't going to be involved i just think it is a smaller squad so there's more of an opportunity for those young players and there's more of a a need for them so um yes by all means when you have got five fit strikers it probably is going to be a good idea to send uh josh scott and, and jimmy knowles out for for that vital experience keep them game time coming in but always have that option to recall them either one if they start hitting the ground running and, and getting goals because you always want informed players no matter how old they are and also if we do pick up any injuries you know that they're there and they can step in so um and it's all part of the development so uh, you know it's certainly when you look at the striker department because we've got so much cover it is important but i i wouldn't be looking to certainly at this stage of the season to be letting tyrese go go out on loan so i think um he's is going to be a you know a bonus for us, so keep him with us. I've just had a little quick look on our website mtfcmatters.co.uk where you can keep up to date with all the things which are happening uh, this season as well as this, as well as the club's website. We've got archive stuff on there as well where you can sort of go back and look at old squads etc. And on uh, this year's squad, uh, squad of twenty eight players, which includes uh, the out on loan Jimmy Knowles uh, and also the injured. Um, the injured Joe Riley in that as well so uh, that takes us to 26 with games sort of thick and fast especially sort of um, November December time Cam and I think uh, with that in mind you know you will see um, those young players given game time whether it's cup game time in the EFL trophy you know more senior reserve fixtures if you like behind closed doors friendlies or indeed um, in the league yeah, and I think uh, at a crucial time, well, like the start of this season, where games are coming so thick and fast and it's, it's just going to get worse as the season goes on, that not only are we playing a strong squad, but we need to keep that squad rotation up because we can't be having players uh, going into a game not 100% because that's where we're going to pick up injuries and we've seen how damaging it is to pick up injuries, especially to, to crucial players and not not so much that we need to blood these young players. It's just that we need to make sure that the, the senior players are ready and rearing to go and not having to, to, to play maybe one or two games in a week. They have got that time to recover if they need it. Yeah, it's, it's certainly one which is going to be uh, very well managed. It's going to be a lot of the work that I feel that we're going to do this season, Nathan, in terms of our progression in the league is going to be done by that off the field, uh, off the pitch team, which uh, Graham Cochran has, has put together. Obviously, there's been a few changes to it um, over the uh, over the summer months. Obviously, we've got a new strength and conditioning coach in David Weldy now as well. We've got a, a goalkeeping coach who came in just before lockdown in Seamus McDonough, uh, and we've also got you know the regular faces like 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 Beth and Lizzie and and Tom the physio. But a, a lot of that working teams are keeping us sharp and fresh is going to be done by the off-pitch team, especially given the fact that Graham Cochran wants to, wants to be, uh, you know, fitter and stronger than we were last term. That was the first thing you said when he came into the club, wasn't it? You know, and it was it was blatantly obvious, even even to to other supporters that uh, you know we 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 weren't fit and we weren't strong in that aspect. So obviously the the stuff off the field wasn't up to scratch for for whatever reason um and we know graham cochran is is very uh very hard on this you know getting them in for for double and triple sessions and you know he, he's really strict and, and wants them to be fit which is uh which you know which, which is what you want to see it's kind of being a bit more proactive rather than reactive you by dressing this early and ensuring you've got everything in place to uh for, for further down the line when when times are getting harder and you've got back-to-back games and things like that. having a, a fitter squad will just give you that that little bit of an edge over the opponents so um you know they've put in the work early uh you know we're obviously it's still early days so we don't know how how we do compare to other teams but we it looks like we're you know in, in good shape um and with all the preparations and you know we've had a look at the squad that, that we say about sending players out on loan but having the options to recall them things. I think that's all part of the preparation to ensure that 
we're covered for all eventualities and we can call upon players when we need them. So, uh, you know, all that behind the scenes is going to be uh, going to be important. Even if it gives us that extra 5%, that 5% is quite a lot. Well, Graham Cochrane has been speaking about that extra 5%. He uh, likens it to fire and ice, which I find an interesting analogy. Let's hear from him uh, now. Let's put you two on mute for just a second. Uh, let's hear from the Stags manager, Graham Cochrane, who reflects on that goalless draw uh, against Tranmere at the weekend and uh, how the Stags can improve going forward. He's been speaking to the only place you can watch matches at the moment, I follow Stags. I think there was moments in the game, moments of madness, I call them, ice and fire, when, when we're, we're, we're rushing, pressing, hustling and hurrying to get the ball back. We then have to calm ourselves down, pick a pass, and maybe drop out, give a bit of depth and, uh, and, and recycle the ball. Just spend the, uh, an extra couple of seconds on the ball, just make another couple of passes rather than um, forcing the play. I suppose that's the way the game went on Saturday with, with with Tranmere being so deep and, and so resilient and so defensive-minded, um, we, we were we were in a rush to get the ball uh, to get the ball forward. But um, I'd like to see us show a little bit more composure, a little bit more uh, calmness and uh, and depth in our play. We will be as we are and, and and the way we're built. We're honest. We're hard-working. We're fit. We're energetic. Um, we're up and at them. We're in your face. So so that won't change from our point of view. I just want us to display a little bit more clinical, a little bit more finesse and a little bit more calmness um, on, on the ball and in around uh, in around the goal. Um, let's be, be be honest, we should have scored on Saturday, we didn't um, and that's that's uh, not for the one to try and the chances we created, there was there was lots and lots of positives on Saturday. So um, if you're asking me, I would take exactly the same performance again on Saturday at Leighton Orient as we did last Saturday because I do believe with that type of performances you will win more games than not. He was obviously my captain, my skipper at uh, Bristol Rovers. Uh, he wears his heart on a sleeve and for him to, uh, for him to come up, to, to be eager, to, to join not only myself but Mansfield Town Football Club, uh, I thought it was uh, it spoke volumes for the lad. He's a warrior, um, he's very, very good technically. Um, it's just all round. His, his leadership qualities are, uh, are, are exceptional on the park. Uh, Ryan Sweeney uh, was obviously skipper um, over, the, over the course of Ollie's absence, but Ryan will continue to lead the change room. Ryan is probably my first part to call um, when, when, uh, when I need to speak or when I need, uh, need anything doing in the change room. Um, so between them, I would chuck Marek Steck, I would chuck Faz Rawson into the equation as well. Um, between them four lads, they will, uh, they will lead that change room and they, they, they will lead and help with, the, with, with, with what needs to be done. Graham Cochlan speaking to I Follow Stags. Uh, earlier this week, you can catch that in full by heading to mansfieldtown.net forward slash I Follow. First and foremost, let's hope that he doesn't want to call on Ryan Sweeney uh, too much, uh, Nathan and Cam, because obviously, uh, if you saw it on Instagram this morning, uh, Ryan's partner has uh, given birth and uh, his young son is uh, now with us. So congratulations from all of us at Mansfield Matters uh, to Ryan and his partner on the birth of your new baby, your future Stags defender in the making, Nathan edge yes potentially um let's uh, maybe uh maybe let's leave him on the bench on, on on saturday i don't know we all know well we don't all know thankfully but um you know it, it, i think he's gonna have a few sleepless nights uh for the next uh well i'll say next week but probably the next few months so uh but no it's, it's fantastic news for him and uh Let's hope it doesn't uh, affect his his on on field performances too much. Yeah, that's uh, we certainly uh, will forgive him for the first couple of weeks or so if he's looking a little bit a uh, little bit tired. But uh, fantastic news for him. Obviously, I've worked with him a lot off the pitch as well in my uh, usual day to day job. He's absolutely uh, top fella, and uh, I'm sure he'll be uh, a fantastic dad as well. Uh, he spoke there. Graham Cochran did cam uh, as we move it back from the non emotional shizzle um, to about uh, having leaders. Obviously, he's appointed. Ollie Clark as club captain but he mentioned Ryan Sweeney Marek Steck and obviously Faz Rawson uh, in there as well four leaders within the dressing room it's a very different approach uh, to take but uh, it, when you think about it actually quite a, a positive one to take because all of those four characters have got different characteristics which, which they can bring um, to a leadership role which you know is something which we were obviously lacking last season Yeah I think it should uh, obviously, if Ollie Clark does pick up uh, a knock and it is out for a couple of games or a game or so, then we've got someone that can 
well, more than one person that can step step up to uh, fill the boots of being captain. And I think Ryan Sweeney showed last season what a fantastic leader he can be. Obviously, Maritzek, a very, very good goalkeeper, but also a, a, a fantastic leader and a very experienced head to have on the field. Uh, Farron Ross, another one. Young but experienced, and I think these players are going to be crucial if we are going to push it right end of the table because not only have we got uh, a good leader on the pitch, but he, he's got a, a group of, of vice captains, shall we say, around him to, to help him and support him. A dressing, a dressing room full of leaders can only be described as a positive thing. Keep your comments uh, coming in. Uh, Want to hear from you guys as always tonight. Let's uh, start with this one, Nathan. We sort of mentioned it a little bit in the cool down show on Saturday, but didn't dwell on it too much. Uh, Rob says, amazed to hear Graham Cochran saying that Cook uh, has lost 10 kg. He's really put the work in over the close season. I think uh, we've got to give him a lot of credit, haven't we? You know, we, we praised his performance on uh, Saturday, but actually all throughout pre-season he, he's looked hungry, he's looked like he's got the desire to play for Mansfield again and that's the Andy Cook that we want and need and you know his performance just highlighted that he's the type of player that can both create and take chances Well he, he will be if he's off 10 kilograms because he's got to be on some diet to, to achieve <laughs> that but um, Are you slightly yeah, I envious? I know that you like to I know that you like to do a bit of fitness work and you know lose a bit every now and again Yes, I know you've got a treadmill down, somewhere. Um, when I I started uh, losing some weight, and uh, yeah, I've been very hungry as well. So um, yeah, <laughs> I, I feel his pain. I haven't quite lost ten kilograms though. But um, no, I think he he does deserve uh, a lot of credit. I think um, you know he's probably been out of all the strikes we've got in some ways the least favourite between you know amongst supporters, or at least it's appeared that I way. I think that's a fair comment. Yeah, obviously the. The situation last 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 year with him going out on loan and things like that. So, in some ways, it's like he's had to prove something to to us really to show that he wants to be here and and he's good enough to be here. And one of the criticisms he did get is that he, he looked unfit and things like that. Uh, whereas um, you know it, he obviously has lost weight and given the the opportunities we have been able to see him so far, he he does seem like a different player. He does seem a lot fitter and he, he was. Certainly Saturday against Tranmere, he was closing down a lot and doing a lot of work off the ball, um, which is making him look even more more of a, an asset and a dangerous player. So, um, yeah, credit does have to be handed to him. And and a lot of that, all you've got to remember, is going gonna, is gonna to be off his own back as well because, obviously, during lockdown and things like that, they've not been able to get players into the gym and things like that. They've got to be committed and, and doing individual training at home, which... Uh, which we all know is a lot harder than it is doing it in a group. You know, you've got to have the motivation to do that. And uh, you know, it looks like Cookie, whether he's been given a program by the club or whatever, or whether he's done it by himself, either way, he's had to motivate motivate himself and stick to it. And and hopefully, uh, you know, touch wood, we're going to start seeing um, you know the, the benefits of that. Yeah, that's uh, certainly hope so, Cam, because. You know, when we saw him last season, I think a lot of fans sort of maybe forget a little bit that actually before he left us to go on loan, ironically, to Tranmere uh, towards the end of January, he was scoring relatively regularly. He was sort of up there with Nicky Maynard in terms of goal scored. He was becoming a bit of a, a crowd favourite. Um, and you know, I think we all sort of said at the time, if he could lose a little bit of weight, we've got one hell of a player on our hands and you've got to give him some credit there. Yeah, he just came into the club. It just didn't seem fit, and obviously you're gonna you're gonna put on a, a few pounds or whatever over the pre-season. But he just didn't look fit when he first came in. And uh, fair fair play to him. He he was still scoring the goals, but he looks a lot fitter now. And I think had we have come up against a different opposition on Saturday, I think we he probably would have been on the score sheet. Obviously, just the first game back, but then also. He spent a lot of time with with the Tranmere Tranmere lads uh, at the end of last season, working with them on defence. So they're going to know him inside and out. So I think it neutralised him quite well. But I think on Saturday, I think he's if he can get a goal, then I really think he's going to have the confidence to really kick on this season and and hopefully get as well, more than he did last season. But um, actually prove why why he's here why we spent so much money on him I think it, it all boils down to, to partnerships doesn't it Nath because he played obviously up top with Jordan Bowery on Saturday two similar players in terms of hold up play and getting into, into those areas so at times it didn't quite 
click because they, you know, one was dropping for the other, or they were sort of going for the same ball in in some in some in some cases. And whereas you put him with maybe like a player like a Maynard or a Jamie Reed, which I might, which I probably think it's fair to say you'll you'll see Saturday at Leighton Orient. It's a different game because he'll maybe drop a little bit deeper, create those chances, and then you know your more flair players, so to speak, like your Reeds and your Maynards, will get into those areas, and then Cook will then get in and, and battle for the second ball. It just needs to find that right click, and then I think again it will it will just take him up another level in our expectations and and uh, in our in our praises. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, yeah, we did talk about it a little bit on the the cool down show uh, Saturday, um, but. You know, as in the, the partnership between uh, him, Cook and and, and Bowery, I, for me also, I, I don't I don't think that's quite right. Uh, but again, it's early it's early days. I suppose uh, you know we've got a lot of players, a lot of strikers in the building, and um, I think we might see this for a little bit of time. I just hopefully it doesn't take too long. Hopefully we we find the the partnerships that that click and. And we work from there, but at the moment, I don't think we we've got that bit quite right just yet. Uh, but like I say, it's obviously very early days, so it will be interesting to see. I do hope there is a slight change on on Saturday, um, just to see if we can uh, you know improve that side of things. And I I agree. I think Cook along. I, I think to me to be honest, it'll be Cook and Maynard yeah. when Maynard's fully fit. Um, obviously, you've got Danny Rose to throw into the mix a bit more as well, but it's then. For the likes of uh, of Jamie Reed to to show what he can do and 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 take that uh, you know take that spot in the team, so we've we've got a lot of players there that can come in. So I think we probably are going to see a bit of uh, interchanging for the next sort of. Uh, couple of months in particular keep your comments coming in Clive says remember it isn't easy for a sportsman to lose uh, weight a lot of weight without losing strength fair play to him and the strength and conditioning and fitness coach uh, and Gary says Cookie was my man of the match on Saturday because he showed his ability against his loan club he was very good chasing the ball he couldn't do that for any extended period last season and just on the back of that I think it's probably fair to say as well that uh, you know he, he lasted the 90 minutes on Saturday and you know last season and he was probably only hitting sort of 60, 70 before he was starting to look jaded and we were sort of looking for substitutes and losing a bit of our energy um, up top. Let's switch though, Cam, from front to back. You know, we've got an overload of strikers in, in some respects. Not so much um, at, at the back, although it's probably equal numbers in terms of personnel, but in terms of position-wise, it, it, it's not as much. At uh, the back three of uh, Mayonnaise, uh, Rawson and Sweeney, um, on Saturday um, and Rawson was was very much improved in that back three as well and it's good to see a partnership start to form there because we have to show a little bit more um, solidness and uh, solidity at the back this season yeah I think a massive part of that a massive positive from Saturday is that we didn't concede within the first 10 minutes and we particularly we didn't look like conceding at all didn't it? either they didn't offer or we we just looked solid and i think that's going to be a crucial part of the game because we know we've got goals up front from cook reed maynard bowery but at the backs where obviously where we struggled last season so having that strong defense and and obviously it's something that worked on in the training ground but it, just being able to read the game and, and adapt in certain situations and actually play as a team rather than as individuals and actually work together as a unit. And that's a, a massive positive towards uh, this season compared to, uh, to like last season where we'd got fantastic players, but it just either seemed that it didn't click or it was time to, to change it, like wholesale changes like we do every so often. Let's uh, hear from Farron Rawson now. Then let's head back into the dressing room and see what he makes. Uh, he's what he's made of uh, pre-season so far, and obviously Saturday's game that nil-nil uh, draw at home to Tranmere Rovers. He was speaking earlier this week to I Follow Stags. Collectively, I think it was a it's a marker down for us. Really, um, I think it was a, a something to build on. It was a, a solid performance, but us as a squad were very ambitious. 
Uh, we want we want to improve all the time. So I think there's there's room for improvement all over the pitch. But like I said, we've put a marker down early doors with a solid performance. Now it can only hopefully get better, and we can keep pushing ourselves. We all want to improve. We all want to keep pushing ourselves. So hopefully we can step it up a gear and, and, and go even further. We've had a really good pre-season. The lads has a great team spirit. There's a great set of lads. I'm obviously new. I've come in and I've been welcomed and I feel comfortable and everyone's everyone's backing each other. Everyone's fully behind each other. And uh, like I said, is we've got a great great team spirit and uh, hopefully that can push us forward. You know, when times get hard or when things are going well, we'll all stick together and we'll keep pushing ourselves. The gaffer got it, got us in early doors and got us working hard and, and the, the lads all brought into it. Do you know what I mean? And, and we, we've all worked really hard. Everyone out there, everyone starting, everyone on the bench, people not even in the squad have all been working really hard and we're all pushing each other and all pushing for the, 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 the ultimate goal. Do you know what I mean? So, um, no, we're all really fit, we're all ready to go and we're all hungry. On Saturday, I had Rowan Sweens next to me and the understanding is just there. We, we, we'll cover each other, we'll, we'll work hard for each other, uh, we'll put our bodies on the line for each other and that's throughout the whole team. Do you know what I mean? That defending isn't just a back three. You've got Jordan Cookie working really hard up front and, and closing down. You've got the midfield working really hard and then you've got the, 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 the full-backs as well working really hard, closing down. That's ultimately the first way to defend so but now that the connections there like I said we're all we're all decent lads and we're all working hard and, and and then you've got Aaron who's obviously didn't play but he played against Man City and he's he's obviously pushing us all as well and encouraging us so like I said it's just a great team spirit all over and end of the day that's what's pushing us all on and hopefully we'll keep pushing us on till till the end of the season that's Farron Rawson speaking to I Follow Stacey you can watch that in full by heading to mansfieldtown.net forward slash I Follow where you can also watch interviews with Graham Coughlin and uh, the Stags latest signing Stephen McLaughlin who we'll hear from in a couple of minutes time and some other bits of footage on there as well the Stags obviously fans can't be in the stadium at the moment so uh, the club are asking you to support from home in a goggle box style uh, show Stags from home of which I was the star on Saturday so I'm appealing to you the great British public um, to, uh, to to get a camera set up in your living rooms and for Christ's sake film yourself watching the game so I don't have to do it every week because let's face it watching me twice a week on this podcast is bad enough let alone three times a week on support from home Nathan you're not in agreement and Cam you're laughing in agreement I, I don't know what this says about our friendship Truth, truth hurts sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Moving very swiftly on. Um, let's speak uh, a little bit more about um, the Stags uh, going into Saturday's game at Leighton Orin. Obviously, we mentioned uh, Stephen McLaughlin there, Nath. Uh, signed late last week. It's been, it'd been rumoured for a long time, but we, we, it wasn't really um, one which... Was seemed to be forthcoming up until it, it was an, it was announced. It seemed to sort of die a little bit, didn't it? But uh, an exciting prospect nonetheless, and uh, gives us cover in an area where, if we're being honest and, and truthful, we actually do need a little bit of cover and a bit of competition that left hand side. Yeah, it's um, probably been one of the. I, I can't really remember as, uh, for a long time being rumoured with a player for so long, and and then it eventually coming through I thought that was dead in the water a long time ago or one of those that I just thought oh, you know one of them rumors that won't won't happen but no he has he has joined us um I can probably see why after obviously the news that's been revealed about South End United today so I can see why he's uh you know wanted to, to jump ship while he can but he's in the building he sounds like he's gonna be a you know promising player don't not you know not seen much of him so that is uh, still t- to be seen but most importantly like we've been saying for, for weeks Although we obviously love uh, Sir Mal, and he'll, he'll always be a Sir, for, for, you know certainly for that goal, uh, you know, a couple of seasons ago. But uh, I, you know, he's probably got to a stage where we we do need a bit of competition down there, especially obviously when uh, when CJ left the building. <laughs> Still not happy. <laughs> um, you know, when he when he when he left the building, we didn't we you know we've not got much down that left hand side. You know, although yes, O'Keefe can go out there. Um, you wanted somebody who's you know, number one position is is going to be on that side. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see 
between the two who managed to uh, you know to, to, to take that position really another one Cam Felton that is known uh, and has worked previously with manager Graham Cochran obviously when uh, Cochran was assistant at Southend to Phil Brown yeah so I think it's obviously going to be a fantastic signing because he's a great a great player anyway but when you've got that that bit of a link and you know how the how the manager works and how the manager expects you to play, behave around the club, it's always going to be a, hopefully build something positive. And I think uh, obviously getting up to to speed, get up to match fitness, and then uh, actually getting involved in training, uh, full match sessions and whatever is going to be important. Uh, it's going to have a lot of tired legs over the next few weeks. Fair enough, we're only playing Saturday to Saturday at the moment, but it's games are soon going to start picking up thick and fast. And like we said, we. It, Somehow will will always be like a legend of the club, uh, loosely legend there. But um, it, it does need competition, and I think at least with bringing uh, Stephen in, he's he's an experienced player. He's not a, a young player that's going to be uh, watching Mal play and learning from Mal. He's actually going to be someone that's going to be rubbing shoulders with him day in day out and trying to to dislodge him from his his starting position in the squad let's hear from him now then uh, after he arrived uh, late last week we'll hear from uh, Stephen McLaughlin who of course as always uh, was speaking to I follow Stags the gaffer really I've known him for quite a while now I know what he's about honest guy straight up and uh I just you know, kind of need that right now. Over the last couple of years, I kind of need that, and uh, I'm just looking forward to get back playing football again. You know, I've been training on my own, which is quite hard, but uh, everybody's in the same kind of boat, like not knowing what's happening or, or what's next first. But it's it is what it is, kind of thing, and um, I'm just I'm just glad to get a club and back playing again. My mind's ready. I just don't know if me if I'm fit enough to go straight back into. Uh, game time yet but uh, you know I think we're going to have a game on Tuesday I'm going to try and get 45 minutes there and, and just take it from there and see how I, see how I uh, come out the other end of that and uh, as I say like if I get a, a week's training under my belt then and everything goes to plan then I don't see why not you know come Saturday I'm a left winger you know I like creating goals scoring goals that's that's what I like doing, you know, I've been doing it for the last couple of years at South End. Getting assists, yeah, I, I like that. Um, but I work hard for the team, you know, I've done it for the last couple of years, you know, just like 100%, you know, if you give that then, I know under Graham here, I know under the gaffer that you just give 100%, then he, he's more than happy with that. He's straight up, he doesn't like, doesn't mumble these words up, you know, he'll tell you how it is. Um, and you got to take it, you know, you got to take it on the chin if it's good, if it's bad, you know. Um, and that's what I like, that's what I, that's what I kind of want right now, you know, somebody who's straight up, knows the direction that the club's going in. And uh, and if you're not pulling that way, then I, uh, then he'll tell you, you know. But um, I'm just I'm just looking forward, you know, like when he was at Bristol Rovers, you know, how well they done under him. And as I say, like, you give 100%, then you'll have no issues under him. That's Stag's latest signing, Stephen McLaughlin, speaking to I Follow Stag's earlier this week. Watch that in full by heading to mansfieldtown.net forward slash I Follow. An exciting proposition as well. Obviously, on uh, Saturday, Nathan, we are heading to the capital to take on um, uh, to take on uh, Leighton Orient. Uh, it will be a very, very different game to the, the match we, uh, we witnessed at the weekend against Tranmere, won't it? Yes, and I think it's again it'll be an opportunity to sort of. Uh, I think we'll be tested a lot more. Obviously, the the usual you're away from home, so you expect expect more from the the the, the home side to to come out and, uh, and and come at you a lot more. I think certainly that in Orient there going to be a lot more attacking than what we were you know we we had to deal with on on um, on Saturday against Tramia. Uh, as I sort of mentioned earlier, they. Uh, was it Plymouth they beat three two in the yeah. in the Carabao Cup on Tuesday? So gonna be confident from that. Uh, so they're gonna gonna uh, so we so we we spoke about the defence and how how much better they did look on Saturday. I'm not gonna get too carried away with that just yet because um, you know again it's 
a different challenge. So uh, we'll see how they how they cope on on Saturday. But I think most importantly, we we just saw such an improvement defensively, as in throughout the whole squad. You know, we we bossed the midfield and we've shown that we can control that area, which is uh, for me that's kind of one of the most important areas of the pitch when you come when it comes to defending and and controlling the matches. So uh, you know, I, I'm looking forward to it and to see to see how. Um, I think it might suit us a little bit more to have teams coming at us a bit more because if we can deal with that properly, which is the first port of call, then that should hopefully that open up that more space for us to, to utilise going forward. Yeah, a couple of comments uh, that have come in uh, during that. Gary says, we will see where we are at on Saturday. Orient are a good team at home and a 0-0 uh, would be a great point. Uh, Clive says, I reckon playing behind closed doors favours the visiting team. I fancy our chances at Brisbane Road on Saturday. I guess so as well because... Uh, it's a good point he makes there, Cam, because obviously, you know, visiting team used to, to travelling, used to having sort of lesser numbers, if you like. So uh, I guess in terms of mindset and things like that, it can unsettle a home a home team when there's no uh, supporters in or, or and things like that, when they're sort of looking around and sort of seeing empty seats. It, you know, the, the onus perhaps will be with the away team and we need to take full advantage of that and sort of, like Nathan said, be solid at the back and uh, solidify our defence and also be galvanised as we go up front. Yeah, and I think point proven when football first returned with the Bundesliga, it, it showed that home advantage, it, it really does make a difference uh, when when you are playing. The amount of teams that went away from home and just uh, walked it and you don't realise how important it is until you, you don't have your fans there. And I think if we can go and start positively, I think it, it puts the home side definitely under more pressure than the away side. Because, yes, you're not going to have the fans on your back, but it just means that you've, you have you go in on a level field. that You're not... Uh, every, uh, both teams are going to be the same. Neither team have got the support with them on the day. So... It, it all depends on how the team set up mentally rather than relying on the crowd to, to get you G'd up for it. Which players do you think are going to have the most impact on uh, Saturday night? Obviously, we we saw a lot from, from the front two on Saturday in terms of creating chances, but for me, I think it's going to be a little bit deeper from that. A lot of the, the work we do is going to come from that, from that, uh, from that back three in that midfield. Yeah, I, I'd probably say Ali Clark. Um, you know, I think we're already getting a good idea of what he's capable of, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to actually seeing uh, how he'll how he'll get on for us this season. I I, I think he could be uh, one of our key signings. So certainly Ali Clark to see how he and and it'd be interesting who who plays with him. I I I I won't be surprised to see a change in that midfield area, whether Maris or Charles will drop out, and you might we might see Perch come in. So, uh, you know, there could be changes there. So that'll be interesting. And I think it could be a game for, for O'Keefe. You know, um, we, again, he was another one of the strongest players on Saturday. But I think it could be even better for him coming up against a side, uh, you know, away from home because he has got the ability and pace to, to run at defences. And if he's got more, pay, more space in front of him, uh, you know, I'd like to think he's going to utilise it a bit more. And, uh he, you know, he did that on Saturday and against Tramier. He wasn't afraid to uh, to run a defence and try and take players on. So I'd expect, certainly if we if we do play a bit more of a counter-attacking game, getting the ball out to him at any at any opportunity is going to be uh, you know a good a good way to to approach a counter-attacking situation. So I think it'll be O'Keefe, Clark, and Clark, and you know who were probably going to be the most influential players if, if the game pans out how I expect it to. Looking at the uh, the lineup from from Saturday Cam and a few players who, you know, weren't involved, what changes would you be making to sort of, you know, counteract that that threat of Leighton Orient who are sort of in a bit of good form at the moment going forward, keeping us tight, but maybe trying to, to nick it as well and, and, you know, come away with the three points. What changes would you be making? I think I'd make one change in the entire squad and I think that's maybe drop Jordan Bowery to the bench and then play someone like Jamie Reed or Danny Rose, someone that's going to re- really get under the under the skin of Leighton Orient's defence and I think Andy Cook's uh, uh, support is going to be uh, fantastic and I think I can't wait to see uh, Cook and Reed 
playing off each other. That's going to be brilliant. Uh, Reed's pace um, and, and finishing ability, Cook's physicality uh, and setup play is going to be brilliant. And I think I think that's the only change that I'd make because I was very impressed with the squad on Saturday. Uh, I thought all round we were very very balanced squad. We were good at good in attack, good in defence. The only thing that was missing was a goal, and I think uh, and I think Reeves obviously he's going to be hungry to play football, and I think um, we've got to give him his chance at some point. So why not make it Saturday? We've seen what he can do in in the non-league. Um, so why not give him a chance up front? I think I'd be making possibly no more than three. I definitely agree uh, on bringing Reed in for, for Bowery, although Bowery did little wrong um, Saturday. It would be obviously, you don't want to make too many changes. You want to try and stay as settled as you can. But I think this season we will see rotation, not changes, to, to sort of keep us fresh and, and counteract uh, the problems. I agree with what Nathan said. I think we might see James Perch perhaps for uh, Harry Charlesley um, on Saturday rather than rather than Maris. So we've got that sort of uh, the balance a little bit more. Although I thought Charlesley played very very well. Um, and then the other change will just depend on whether um, he, he sees McLaughlin as ninety minutes fit or not. Because I, I can see him looking at looking at him to sort of balance it out a little bit because a lot of our play Saturday build-up play went down the right-hand side with O'Keefe we didn't tend to use Benning as much as I thought we might do so I think we potentially might see McLaughlin to see us play down that side a little bit and try and exploit their weaknesses but uh, what we do know though it will be a very entertaining game Um Obviously, we can't be there, which is a, a massive, massive blow. But we will, um, as always, until fans are at 100% capacity, be bringing you uh, the post-match cool-down, post-match reaction show. Uh, Nathan Edge, where will you be watching slash listening to the game on Saturday? Or have you socially double-booked yourself again? I have no idea, but I'm sure I think I'll be... Uh... I'll be at home uh, this this week. I had to um, I had to watch it on my uh, on my own this last weekend because uh, we had to have a, a a COVID test done, so we had to isolate until the results came back. Thankfully, really? they've come back negative, which is all good. Um, but obviously, it meant oh, that yeah. I couldn't go uh, go over to my dad's and uh, and and go and, and watch it with him and my brother. So, uh, boys, this weekend I can. So. Uh, at least that'll be a, a benefit there. Fantastic. And we'll look forward to catching up with you uh, once you've hot-footed it back over the other side of the road because you live opposite your dad, so it's not far <laughs> yeah, from to travel sure. uh, to get Wi-Fi. We look forward to catching up with you uh, 15 minutes-ish after the full-time whistle. Cam, where will you be watching Salford on Saturday? Uh, in my flat. In your so, flat. Is it, a, uh, just, just, is it a flat or are you a, are you a house? Are you, uh, is it a student accommodation house or is it student flats or...? Student, student flat so you get your flat so there's two flats per floor uh, the only thing you share is a lift and a stairwell um, you come in and you've got your six rooms and then a, a decent sized kitchen living area which is which is quite nice because there's a TV in there and all me and the lads have done since me and the lads he's got friends he's got friends Leaf. me and the lads uh, so all we've done since Saturday is just watch football because what else can you do We've been out one night, but it wasn't. It was all right. It wasn't great. It, there weren't many places open on a Sunday night, so we're going out tonight. Um, but now we've just watched, watched a lot of football, so I can't complain. Well, there you go. At least he's making friends. I feel all emotional and proud. And with that, uh, that is pretty much it for this week's show. My thanks. Uh, to Cam Felton who is now going to make a swift exit um, and to Nathan Edge as well uh, for getting involved with the show we will see them again on Saturday 15 minutes-ish after the full-time whistle for the cool-down post-match reaction show as Mansfield Town take on Leighton Orient obviously we can't travel to go to the game and watch it ourselves despite test events taking place uh, this weekend capped at about 1,000 fans more on that on next week's show but we can watch it from the comfort of our living room make sure you record yourself and send it into the club as part of their goggle box rip off i follow feature we don't want it to be me every week uh, get your match pass now the link is in the description to this video um, and you can find it at mansfieldtown.net as well 
from me, from Nathan, from Cam. Thanks very much for watching, for listening, for commenting as always. One game in, one point, one clean sheet. All that's missing is a goal. There's a long way to go in this brand new season. Will it be one which ends in joy rather than despair? Who knows? One thing's for sure though, here at Mansfield Matters, we'll follow the journey all the way. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield, despite COVID and not being able to go, will always, always matter, even if you live in Salford. Good night! Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.